0: Well, welcome back to On Point. I'm David Peck. And we have uh, another guest. We want to continue this conversation about this uh, new regulation coming in about uh, the banning the importation of handguns. We want to talk a little bit about that. I guess a little bit more, maybe about the about the crime itself and 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 some of those implications and and where what why is this an issue in the first place? Dr. Voison. Uh, he's the former dean at U of T who does comparative work between gun crimes in the U S. and Canada. He's currently uh, currently the dean at uh, Case Western University in Cleveland. Uh, Dexter, thank you for joining us here tonight. Thank you so much for having me. So, Dexter, how you know you're 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 introduced to someone? Uh, they 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 find out uh, what you've been studying this comparative work gun crimes, U.S. and the Canada, where, where do people usually go in that conversation? Is it kind of the, the Canadian sort of um, uh, smugness of saying, you know, the potential for the Oh, we're not as bad as the U.S. kind of, uh, uh, you know, we don't have as many handguns. It's not an issue here. Can, can you tell me a, a little bit about that? Bit of a rhetorical question just to get the conversation <laughs> going, but, you know, kind of interested to know kind of where do you begin on this conversation?
1: Because of the geographical proximity between Canada and the United States, very often uh, when you look at gun violence and gun safety in Canada, U.S. is used as the default comparison. And arguably, I would say that we're actually using the wrong comparison. The United States is a a huge outlier relative to other high-income countries as it relates to homicide. So, For instance, the United States, there are probably uh, 30 homicides per 1 million individuals. Canada has approximately 5 homicides per 100 million individuals. But when you look at a country like Australia, the rate is 1.4 homicides per per, per 1 million. So really, when you take the outlier side, the United States, and you look at the rate of homicides in Canada, um, it's extremely high. It's fourth in the world compared to high income countries. And a lot of that can be directly traced to the availability of guns and the number of guns in each household. You, You have a dotted line, a strong correlation between the availability of guns and the number of homicides appearing in countries.
0: So, so for you, then gun gun control is uh, is just. I was going to say it's a matter of fact, but it's just it's a no brainer for you. Is that is or would you say you're a supporter of this new uh, this new uh, legislation coming in into Canada? Is is it is it that polarized, Dexter?
1: Well, gun violence. Uh, the World Health Organization, as well as other international organizations, have now recognized that gun violence is a public health issue. Um, and, and, and because uh, when you look at the impact it has, both direct and indirect impact, it's significant in society for every one person that's killed by gun violence, it's estimated that more than 120 individuals are indirectly or directly impacted by that one incident. So you look at mental health, you look mm. at uh, juvenile justice involvement, you look at the criminal justice involvement, the cost to all society. You look at loss of uh, workforce participation. Uh, you look at the loss of human capital. It's significant. It's a public health issue. So, again, we, you know, the argument has often been made, well, you know, we have, uh, I'm for sensible gun control right, right. and the argument, the argument has been, yeah the argument has been made well what about hunters well there are hunters in Australia they're hunters in the United Kingdom right uh, hunters sure. are not just in, in Canada and and the United States um, but folks still have recreational use with common um, common sense gun policy and access and society as a whole is much better off
0: so what, so it's not just about the number of guns though, but I mean I think what you're talking about is access what what about the the source of, of gun crime? I mean you know obviously it's layered, it's nuanced. these are always complex issues but but it's not just about you know rolling over and, and leaning down and grabbing a gun from under the bed. It might be in some situations but there's there's something else at play here as well, isn't there?
1: Well, there's a lot at play. And I think, you know, part of the challenge in terms of restricting access to certain types of guns in Canada, again, is the porous borders between the U.S. So many of these other countries that have lower gun access, when you look at other neighboring countries, they have similar policies, right? So you don't have a bleeding of the borders in terms of one country has exorbitant access to guns and those guns are then bleeding across the neighboring borders. So um I I think the the policy, uh those sensible, that's that's being considered on the books, is going to be a challenge to enforce it just because of who, who the who the neighbors are, right? The United States being one of the one of the bordering countries. But very often we talk about the social drivers, the structural drivers of gun violence. What leads to the excess use of guns in society? Folks who are feeling alienated, uh, folks who uh, take the law into their own hands because of a mistrust of police systems, folks who are engaged in alternative economies because of either failing schools or, or lack of preparation, for the legitimate workforce so they've gone into underground economies right so all these sort of structural drivers arguably contribute to the use of guns nevertheless sensible gun restriction laws makes a difference when you look at a cost benefit for all society arguably we all benefit when there are less guns um that are available to individuals
0: yeah you yeah sensible sensible uh is 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 the key word it seems to me sensible and responsible but i think I think what you've raised uh question you've raised for me is i want to go a little deeper on this whole idea of 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 structural drivers and you know trying trying to get to the root cause and I think too often we get hypnotized by the headline we don't dig deep and we don't get a better you know, a better understanding, which is, you know, why we have shows like On Point and guests like yourself. Dexter, thank you so much for taking the time to, to spend with us uh, tonight. Uh, we've been chatting with uh, Dexter Voison. He's the former dean at University of Toronto, who he does uh, comparative work between gun crimes in the US and Canada. And he's currently the dean at Case Western University in Cleveland. Dexter, thank you for your time this evening.
1: Thank you so much.
0: My name is David Peck, and you're listening to On Point.